Hi, this is Andy Rowe, and this is the Rebel Rowe Podcast. Hi there, welcome to the Rebel Rowe Podcast, where I talk to musicians, artists, authors about creativity, about ideas, and about culture. On this episode, I uh, caught up with a metal band, a metalcore band from uh, Yorkshire. Um, called Old Selves. Um, I found, uh, their debut EP um, came out at, uh, at the start of this year called Two Minds. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic um, and pretty exciting in terms of metal right now. I spoke to them a couple of weeks ago um, about uh, how they formed, how their sound came together, what influenced their, um, their sound and lyrics and uh, much else, the state of the metal scene in the UK at the moment being one of those things. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Old Selves. Okay, so this is Rebel Road Podcast. I'm talking to uh, Old Selves. Uh, how do you describe yourselves as a band? Oh. <laughs> um, that, that's a question that always comes up in interviews. I think it's probably the hardest to answer. Uh, I guess we're, when we've been described as sort of like angsty, modern metal, um, I'd, I'd certainly say that when we started the band out, we, we, we wanted to be a metal band, first yeah. and foremost. Uh, and obviously, metal has many sort of sub-genres. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're just, we're just a, a bunch of sort of angry dudes when we want to be, <laughs> when we've got our instruments, and it's a good outlet for that. And uh yeah, we're just angry and angsty. I think it's important to know that we're not angry all the time. We're not angry all the time. Yeah, we like a bit of reverb too. <laughs> you like a bit of reverb. So, um, yeah, so what, uh, how's, lo- how's lockdown three? How's lockdown three to the, <laughs> going for you guys? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. 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 I think it's it's been weird for us, hasn't it? Because we put out our debut EP on the first of January. Yeah. And that's like you know hype, and then sort of hit with, a, with another lockdown, of course. And uh, I think on an individual level, I think we're all doing all right. And as the band, just trying to keep things going whilst being quite distant from each other, as I say. This is the first time we've been together in person for a couple of months and because we've got stuff coming up. But yeah, just trying to use the time as effectively as we can, which is what we did with the EP anyway. We wrote the entire thing during lockdowns and yeah. recorded, recorded a lot of it in isolation when I had COVID. So. Right. <laughs> I think this one's a lot more, it feels a lot more serious than the last two because last time, Due to the restrictions, we were still able to kind of meet up and like write within, you know, legal limits and legal restrictions. But like Felix just said, we, we released EP and suddenly it was no, there's no chance that we're going to be able to meet up and even practice this or work on the kind of live set. So before, when the other lockdowns kind of felt like they were productive in some sense, this one's been pretty brutal for us all, I think, in the sense that we haven't been able to do anything pretty much in person, which is very different to. Yeah. Uh, how the other ones, how the other one went with you know the difference in restrictions. Yeah, in a way that's also been positive 
in a, in a slight way as well because we've been able to release the BEP and then sort of let it be out there. Obviously, yeah. it's important to do like work behind the scenes, and that's almost a constant, ongoing thing. But it's been nice to let it be out there and just sort of enjoy it being out there for a time and not doing too much else at once. Yeah. So, what have you been filling your time with? Uh, growing stuff or reading or <laughs> writing new music? <laughs> Consuming a lot of television and film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that seems to be the common feature. Yeah, I think that we've all, obviously our lives have all been affected on individual levels, but I think we've all sort of been cracking on with stuff that we normally do, even if that's slightly different in the nature of what we do. So, like, Marcus is a, is a roofer, you know, by day, and a, a shredder by night. And... Uh, <laughs> And, and, and Ray's been working as well, and I've been working as a nurse, and Tom's been a student. So. In other words, unemployed. <laughs> yeah. I've, so, I've been I've been homeschooling. I've got three kids, so I've been homeschooling I two don't. of them. Yeah, I don't think that that's anything that anyone else And listening to lots of music. So, um, what what's uh, the question I'd like to go to quite early in the conversation? Is what's your origin story? If this was Batman <laughs> comic one, how did you guys how did you guys come together? I'm gonna let Ray get that one. <laughs> Sorry. We've we've gone through quite a few level transformations over the over the couple of years. Couple of years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've been going for a couple of years, I would say. Uh we started it with me, Felix, and a different drummer and guitarist. Uh sadly one of them decided he wanted to leave uh, the drummer. He, we, it's difficult to say. He, we basically couldn't nail down any practices or gigs or anything really. He was just too, bit, was just too busy with his work and only. So back in the day, we all got together as original form and it was going to be a, a pop punk band, believe it or not. So we, we came together, we wrote a couple of Terrible tracks, and uh, still do that. We yeah, <laughs> we're still cracking on with writing shit, and then <laughs> and then we got Felix involved. Uh, it was it was no longer a punk band in that very moment. It was yeah. uh, something a little more screamy, a little more technical. So yeah, so we got going from there really. Uh, personally, I'd say this lineup was a lot stronger. Well, yeah, I would personally just matter of fact, this lineup is a lot stronger. <laughs> we can do a lot more. We're a lot more free with writing. We can, you know, write a lot more technical, chuck some solos in there, and like different different timing and such. Uh, it's not. It's, it's just. It's just not what you asked, is it? That's just not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not our origin story. Basically, Felix's uh, dog was shot dead in an alley. And yeah. <laughs> forward, he vows to write angry, screaming music until he found that murderous, murderous hound. Which, 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 so, I was going to say, did, did the dog shoot the dog? Or was... Oh, yeah, that's a twist. It uh, was, yeah, he killed himself. Uh, you'll, you'll find out. Find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next week, mate. That's all the <laughs> and, and if this ever comes up and like there's like animal rights activists, I never owned the dog and it never got shot. <laughs> I, 
did interview a band who did make up a did make up like a hero tale about how they created because it's basically they were just in lockdown and formed the band so they just invented this whole thing of meeting in brazil and fighting <laughs> monsters or something <laughs> So the jump from pump pock pump pump pock punk pop, pop, pop to like uh, a more metal approach was just the, the joining of Felix, did you say? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's weird. Like, I think the way that we approached that song was like, I mean, I've been in a lot of indie bands, like indie rock bands and stuff. And, but I've always been sort of a metal head at heart uh, yeah. and always loved it and like through school loved it secretly because no one else did and then so as I realised there's actually a massive community out there I was like wow I want to be in a band to like access that community more freely and sort of enjoy it even more yeah um, so the second that I was like I found a, a, a new band that wanted to play something that was heavier than indie I was like all right let's make this metal then so yeah. And, and then I think we naturally progressed that way because we went through a couple of different vocalists. I was playing lead, well, actually John guitar as lead guitar, the, the band as lead guitar. Um, and then we went through a few different vocalists and we, we ended up not being able to settle on one. Um, and I turned around and said, well, I've never screamed in a band before, but I can do it. I don't know what my stamina is like. Um, I still don't know what it's like. Um, I'm building it slowly. Um, so yeah, so I ended up screaming. And then we thought, right, okay, we've got heavy vocals, let's make guitar riffs to match. Um, yeah. and that's where it began. So what sort of what sort of metal bands uh were your were your influences? What are the early records, what are the early bands that got you into metal that you kept secret? Classics, really. You know what I'm going to say, I think. You know, I made <laughs> Metallica, uh, like, my dad had ACDC in the car, and that was the first guitar music I listened to, and I'm a classic rock, but that was the first guitar music I listened to, and uh, I played it to death, I really did. And, yeah. um, you know, I'd want to go out with my dad to wherever he was going, just to sit in the car and listen to that CD, and I did that for ages. And this is before I had my own money to buy my own music. And it was before YouTube and Spotify and everything else. So, like, it was quite hard to sort of find new music at that time. So yeah. I lived on um, ACDC for those parts of the rock for about five years before I listened to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I found bands like Metallica and Iron Maiden and, and my head nearly exploded. Yeah. And that's when I picked up guitar. Wow. You know, Metallica fans. So many people don't seem to be Metallica fans anymore. It's really weird. I talk to a lot of young bands. They're like, oh, I don't like Metallica. It's like, what? <laughs> I oh, just... I like Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> it, they are a bit. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> if Ender <laughs> wasn't one of the first guitarists you were learn on guitar, then, then you've had a, a wrong start in your, in your path. Was that other guitar that they just spent all the money on a penny farthing? that's true that's true what about the rest of you guys what sort of early musical influences uh where where did your first love of music come from and what's uh, been for me it's uh 
Guns N' Roses. My dad's a massive Led Zeppelin fan. Guns yeah. N' Roses. So I started in classical rock, and then only when my cousin introduced me to some, uh, I started with emo music first, so like the used and like and romance and stuff. And then I just progressively got heavier over the years into bands like Lamb of God and Trivium, and uh, that's where my that's taken me, and then I've actually eased off as I've got older into softer stuff like jazz and whatnot. Yeah. All that. Yeah, for metal. That's the way that I went into it. Yeah. Me? I'm, I'm a bit of a weird one. I'm not, I don't listen to that much metal, to be honest with you. No. Like, I'm, like, my favorite band is Coheed and Cambria, so like pretty froggy kind of stuff, like story, yeah. story stuff. Uh, and ska, I love ska music because you can't go wrong, really. But when, I don't know, when I was younger, I listened to a lot of like Cradle of Filth and Slipknot, basic kind of Yeah. Which always got me going, but then I'd find myself like 20 minutes later listening to Real Big Fish and just kind of get around my bedroom. So, yeah. Not anymore, not for 18 stuff. I kind of started off listening to a lot of pop punk, Fall Out Boy, and then like My Chemical Romance kind of stuff, getting a green deck, getting like really into punk. But I had like a five-year window when I started playing drums, where I was really into metal and I'd just try and play all the Maiden songs, and I'd, you know, I'd just try and play Slipknot, very unsuccessfully. But then that kind of influence from that five years kind of passed over to whenever I'd meet someone who's into metal, I could play it. And so now I only get to join metal bands. So... <laughs> So here I am. It's interesting. I don't know if you guys saw Architects. You fans of Architects? I don't know much about them. They went to yeah. they went to number one today in the UK charts. Yeah, we were just talking about that. I, I'm pretty stoked because it means that we're commercially viable again yeah. after a very <laughs> long drought to have Ring of the Horizon and Architects, two great UK metal bands, both getting number one within a month of each other, you know, a couple months of each other. It's great. So now there's going to be a whole new wave. Of you know, British metal bands coming up because it's commercially viable and like the, the charts are there and people will yeah. listen to it, buy it. That's great. I love it. Let's go. Really. Yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting. So I mean, I listen to all sorts of music and I'm, I guess mainly Metallica and Guns N' Roses growing up. And then I was a grunge kid and then I, I worked in Virgin Megastore. So I ended up into every style mm -hmm. of music. But then I don't listen to much metal anymore because I think it became quite similar. And I think that's what, one reason why you guys stood out so much because I really liked it <laughs> straight away. Uh, and it, I didn't feel like it was too uh, along the same way, along the same set pattern that everyone was kind to go to. Although there's elements of it in there, it felt like, you know, in Flames, when they got to the point where in Flames were just, right, here's the heavy bit, here's the chorus, here's the heavy bit, there's the chorus. <laughs> And it felt like it felt like you guys had a bit more interest than that, especially on the EP from the the last song to like some of the earlier tracks on the on the EP. Mm -hmm. There's a real difference in sound, and you're trying some stuff that I think is quite interesting. It reminded me of bands like Hypocrisy at like certain points, and if you know them, like an old yeah. uh, with the with a slightly heavy vocal over a slightly more melodic stuff. It's really interesting. So it stood out. It stood out for me anyway. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. Those comments are appreciated. So what is your so what is your creative process? I've got a podcast about creativity, although I talk to a lot of bands. What what is your process in the band to put uh put your songs together? So we're still 
learning it, and I think it's still evolving, to be honest. For the EP specifically, uh, there's elements there, there's some very, very, very minor elements of songs that we wrote the previous while um, that were then morphed into the newer songs. Um, and then, really, in terms of the process, <coughs> either I or Marcus would start with an idea, we'd bring it to the table in practice, we'd just have a bit of a mess about for an hour, two hours, and the other guys would sort of join in. And then if there was something there, we'd sort of say, right, it's demo. So usually Marcus would then go back, record some guitar lines, he'd throw it back to me, I'd record some bits, maybe chop out some bits, or I'd ask Marcus to add bits. Uh, and then MIDI drums, everyone hates MIDI drums, unless they're really, really, really good, and I can't do that, none of us can. So, so Tom would sit there very patiently listening to horrible MIDI drums and figuring <laughs> out his own drum parts. And then, it, and then uh, we'll just go there. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> so, and then, so yeah, so that's how you put the, the songs together. And then uh, things like lyrics and stuff, is, is there a message you're trying to put across? Is there something behind two minds, whatever that is a message you're trying to get across or? Yeah, like, like 444, I, I wrote a lot of the lyrics for that song. And basically it's, it's trying to, almost emulate a panic attack, hence the kind of panic, panic shouting through the, the chorus. Yeah. So we've got all these, like, what are they call uh, dissonant chords. Yeah, yeah, like Discord, yeah. Discords, trying to do stuff like that. And I basically just sat there with lyrics and just thought about how you feel when you have a panic attack, really, and just, just let it kind of spew out my brain. Like, yeah. the lots of the crowd with no one around, and that, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah, so Ray wrote pretty tall verses on that song and, and the verses on that song, as he says, are to emulate and sort of demonstrate panic attack. Um, and then it's quite a repetitive song in its, in its lyrics, i.e. the word panic, breathe, breathe, and it sort of repeats that quite a bit. But I think that was all part of the process of trying to, again, emulate the experience of, of having a panic attack. Yeah. Um, the title, so Two Minds in general, is um, about the state of the world, our opinion about the state of the world, and, and just mental health in general. I, I'm a mental health nurse, and I just qualified as a mental health nurse, um, just finished uni, sort of when I was writing it, so it's quite a relevant time for me, and I was also learning a lot of new things at work. Yeah. Um, so some of the titles, so like 444 is, is a breathing technique that I recommend to people when they're having a panic attack. So okay. that's, that's where that comes from. Uh, behavioural activation, is uh, an intervention that's supposed to obviously behavioural activate somebody. So it's a common treatment for depression. Um, so, you know, um, behavioural activation is it's talking about, like in the car, it's talking about um, the trauma and the trauma's to blame and you can't move any faster, you can't move any further. And it's, yeah, it's, as, a, as a lot of bands go down that path, we have as well in a lot of ways, speaking about mental health quite a bit. Uh, but also, um, are sometimes quite strong opinions about um, politics and other topics. So do you, do you talk about that much in the if you do interviews and stuff? I've, again, I've spoken to a couple of bands. Is you kind of stray away from going to that kind of pit of politics in case they're going to get 
noise so so do you do you feel confident comfortable talking about it uh, yeah i personally feel a bit sketchy talking about it but i think you're not supposed to hold back whilst writing your lyrics but there was a lot of stuff that comes out it was quite yeah. cathartic writing it and it's quite therapeutic writing it but cut it out because i thought we're not that bad like we're not ready yeah. against machine <laughs> <laughs> but there are there are elements that if people actually read into it and sort of looked at it they'd probably think oh, that's pretty bold to, to say that actually but it's it's our opinion we're entitled to it so yeah absolutely i think it's important i think it's important that bands have messages and are comfortable to talk about it even if well, I guess it, it, it could be deemed controversial. I don't know, <laughs> but it's probably not controversial, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, it's just interesting that as uh, one band I was talking to, I won't say they were, but their, their manager was kind of saying, don't say these things because <laughs> you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> it's like, well, but this is who we are. So it's it's an interesting yeah. point in time with, with, if you talk about social media, Twitter or any of these things, I don't know how much you guys use it outside of sharing your music. Um. Whether do, do you, you sorry, is, is that are them instruments coming through? I can't hear you. No, it's, it's still okay. It's just because yeah, yeah. we're, we're in the practice rooms, there's a band below us practicing. All right, yeah, practicing. yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's absolutely fine. So, what so politics and, and mental health kind of influence you? Is there, is there music, is there fresh new music that's influencing you or, or bands you're excited about? My favourite band just dropped a little uh, sneaky photo on their Instagram today, which got me all excited. There was a Tupperware Remix party. <laughs> you have to get them into every interview. I have to tell them they're not. <laughs> just the best band. But, yeah. Have you heard of them? Who's that? A Tupperware Remix party. TWRP. <laughs> oh, give them a listen after this, man. You're going to love Just a quick overview of who they are. Uh, they're, they're just a bunch of Canadian guys who like to, uh, uh, they, they label themselves as from the 80s and from the future and from outer space. So, Are you on their payroll? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually a pretty cool band to be fair. Uh, me, Bonds, I'm excited about the moment. Uh, I'm just excited about the entire UK metal scene at the minute. It's like, yeah. like you said earlier, you know, two bands sort of charted, we get number one. In the space of a couple of months, it's pretty cool. Uh, big fan of Architects, and there's mixed feelings about the latest album. I personally love it. It's, it's there's some elements that are quite similar to previous albums, and other elements that are a bit maybe uh, being careful my words here. Maybe, maybe a bit sort of consistent with a lot of the metal music out there at the minute. Ooh, that's but <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but I think it's all really clever and I, I like the way that they're, they're using strings in that album. I think it's really, really good and uh, really clever use of it with the heavy vocals. That's something that I've always had a sweet spot in my ear for. So, yeah. Yeah. So, what, what is next? What are you, so you're having your first band practice today for a while and then what's next? Are you writing? Is uh, Did I see that you're going on tour? Yeah. Yeah. You're coming to so my city. Been, like, <laughs> Yeah. Wait, I'm in Bristol. I'm in Bristol. Hopefully. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're coming to Bristol. That's the exchange uh, in July. Hopefully, it's, it's very optimistic. But we we've rescheduled this part a few times. 
Uh, and we'll just keep rescheduling it if we have to. It's going to yeah. happen. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it'll be our first touring. It's so important for us as a new band to, to do that and do it as successfully as we can. So if we have to reschedule, we will. And we will be going yeah. to the place that we're going to. Uh, but yeah, I think Marcus is constantly writing and, and even if, you know, even if it doesn't, you know, materialise into anything, he's, he'll still sort of chip away at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we just, I think we're really excited to get the ball rolling again. Uh, <laughs> and we've, we've got a, we've got a, a video coming up, so we're, we're doing a video at a local venue, uh, Full Arms. Um, so that's going to be like a live recorded performance. Uh, it's maybe like pre-recorded and then and then released on their Facebook page. Um, and it's like a ticketed event, but I think it's page and field, and I think it goes towards. Um, it's, I think it's the independent music venue trust yeah. or one of those organisations. Um, something that helps the music scene in the UK. The way I can't remember what it is. Uh, so that would be good, and it'd be great if people tuned into that. Because we're currently practicing like we've not practiced in months, which is quite manically. So hopefully, how does that feel? How does it feel to be back together? Does it feel? Do you feel like you've got to practice a lot? Or do you feel like you need to link back in again together? Or well, I think everyone's really happy to be back in it. To be honest, yeah, everyone's really excited to be uh, playing together again, and like with everything we've got in the works and everything, it's it's exciting to be honest. It's weird not wearing a face mask. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's also quite refreshing and uh, encouraging. So like when you haven't practiced for so long, like you practice independently at home, but like it's always different when you're with the other guys and it's like, oh, how much of this am I gonna play tight? How much of this am I gonna am I gonna remember? Is is my am my vocal cords now screwed because I've not used them like this so folks? Um, but then when you do it and you get through a song and it sounds pretty good, it's just like yes, we've still got it, it's good. Excellent. So, um, where can people find you? Where Where's the best place to, to communicate Everywhere. with you guys? All the socials. <laughs> uh, the internet. Uh, no, we're we're, we're everywhere. Um, we've got we've got a, a hyperlink which is uh, linktree forward slash old selves. But we are on Facebook, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram. Google us, just Google us, you'll find us. <laughs> excellent, excellent guys. Well, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, catch up with you. Um, in it, and hopefully I'll be able to come and watch you in Bristol. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah happy definitely to introduce yourself and we'll be happy to, uh, to try and vlog some merch to you. <laughs> Yeah, I do need some merch. I do I do need something. So I'll come over and look at some T-shirts or something. Um, but yeah, hopefully as, lo as long as uh, that will have happens, I can come, and come down to the exchange. I don't think yeah, I've been yeah, to the okay. exchange before. I don't know. I don't think I have. Yeah, I've been, like been really to cool gigs for actually. years all in and around Bristol. I just don't think I've ever been to the exchange, which is weird. It's because it's like, all, since it's been kind of really, really good the last, I've had little kids. <laughs> And been working away, <laughs> working away and stuff. So like family takes over. So maybe we'll get to a point where I can get out and go and watch them, watch them live yeah. music. I'm pretty. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Seeing live music is pretty exciting. Yeah, just the idea of it. 
Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I genuinely like thinking about playing the exchange right now of getting butterflies. Like I just can't wait. Like no, honestly, well, no, I'm so excited. It's been over a year since we've we've been to a gig or played a gig. And yeah. I, I think I'm gonna cry when, I think I'm gonna cry when I first see some live music. You know that, that yeah, sound yeah, when you when you first hear new music. music. <laughs> like when I was, when I was a little kid, my first ever gig was Metallica on the Black Album tour. So it's like 12 or something. It was like 12 in the stands watching. And when the first came on, like I couldn't believe how loud it was. Like that, yeah. I think I'm going to get that feeling again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm jealous right. of that gig, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's good things about being old, like seeing Biffy in the Fleece and stuff. It's like in the Fleece Fork is like a pub in Bristol and just like. I guess being old is good sometimes because <laughs> you've seen these weird <laughs> things like people on their first albums. They've always kind of been really interested in, in talking to people or uh, following bands at the start of their journeys. Kind of that goes back yeah. to when I was 17. So like now 42 that I still find bands early on and get excited and then watch their journeys, which is why I want to start a podcast talking to people about creative creativity, but also going out there and finding the, ba- the bands at the edges, if you know what I mean, that the interesting stuff tends to happen at the edges and move itself towards the the mainstream as we've seen today of our architects going to number one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that was great. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I'm going to finish recording and say bye. Take care, guys. See you later. Cheers, man. Thank you. So thanks to the guys from Old Selves. Uh, The the audio, as you would have heard, wasn't as good as it could have been, but it was listenable. Um, that's Zoom for you at times, I guess. Um, but the best way to find out about this this great up-and-coming band is to go and listen to their EP. Uh, go and find them on Spotify. Go and follow them. Uh, I think, as I said in the interview, that it's, it's a really exciting time for metal, and I think they're doing something interesting around uh, that whole genre. Um, so, yeah, go and check them out. Uh, and also subscribe to the podcast here, the Rebel Road Podcast. And go and check out rebelroad.com anytime um, as, as I start to build this, this thing that is all around culture and ideas and uh, talking to people and having fun and learning along the way. So until the next episode, take care.